Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. I don't want to take too much of your time tonight. In the book of Psalm chapter number eight, the book of Psalm chapter number eight, it's a very long chapter, nine verses, nine verses. I have felt the direction for this service for about two weeks now. And I have felt the witness and the confirmation so far, thus far in the service of where the Lord is going to take us. And so we're going to let the Lord have his way. The book of Psalm chapter number eight, David writes, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who hast set thy glory above the heavens out Of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. I'd like to draw your attention tonight to verse number six. David wrote, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things, somebody say all things, all things under his feet. For just a little while tonight, I'd like to preach to you from this thought, dominion in all things. Dominion in all things. Can we close our Bibles? Let's lift our hands one more time and let's pray tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're so thankful, Lord God, for what we feel already stirring in the Spirit. Lord, what I know that you're going to do in this house tonight, Lord Jesus, you've shown me, you've spoken to me, Lord Jesus. There's going to be something released in this house, released in this city, released in this region tonight. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim it, we receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, you would anoint every ear to hear the word and every heart to receive the word. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Can we clap our hands, worship the Lord one more time, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can be seated tonight in the presence of the Lord. In the book of Genesis, chapter number one, it's kind of the go-to 
context for dominion for anybody. Um, book of Genesis chapter number one, beginning in verse number 26. The Bible tells us that God said, us, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. I'll just interject right there and, and make sure that we're on the same page. I still believe it takes a man and a woman coming together, being together, unified in holy matrimony to give the, the full image of God. The reason God has been diluted in this culture is because we have perverted his image. But I'm thankful that I'm standing in a church tonight that still believes it takes a man and a woman. It's not two women, it's not two men. It's a man and a woman. I believe in the image of God in his church. Verse 28, God blessed them. God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. In the beginning, as God set the Garden of Eden upon the earth, uh, it, it did not encompass the whole world. It was, it was, it had its borders. It had its limitations. It was a garden with, with, uh, with, with a, 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 a parameter, uh, so to say. That, that there was, there was, there was a stopping point to the garden, and He placed man in the garden so that they would be fruitful and multiply and subdue it and have dominion over what was in the garden. And that word dominion simply meaning, of course, to rule and to govern. He placed man there. And, and I'm under the impression that the, the idea of dominion in the garden, because we know the God that we serve is a God of expansion. He's a God of growth. He's a God of, of plus, surplus, and, and going beyond like we talked about this morning. Uh, I believe that when God set man in the garden and told them to rule and to govern, have dominion over my creation, God's full intention was that if you would maintain this, if you would keep dominion in the garden, I'm going to expand the borders of this garden. And eventually what I believe would have happened was the garden would have covered the whole world. I believe that there may have even been times where Adam, before the sin entered the garden, before the fall of man, that he made it to the edge of the garden and looked out into territory that they did not have dominion over yet. And even stood there and said, there is so much potential here. There's so much uncultivated territory that I can see with my bare eye. And we're not there yet, but, but if I can get dominion in what God has already given me, I'll be able to expand my border into territory that I've never been in before, into places I've never walked before, and be able to farm and be able to raise crops in land that we've never had before. But, but I've got to maintain the dominion here in the garden where I'm at. This word dominion tonight, it sounds like just this fancy word that evangelists like throwing in and preachers like throwing into scripture and messages because it spices the message up a little bit. But, but I, I'd like to break it down redneck for you if it's all right. Is that cool? I, I'm thankful and, and, and coming from Tennessee to Southern Indiana, I, there's still trees, there's still hills, and there's still sweet tea. So I'm good. I'm good. But the idea of dominion uh, the best way that I can define it, growing up, I was a messy kid. 
I was pretty nasty when it came to keeping my room clean. Um, there were multiple times I know of where I would take a, a sandwich into the room and I didn't finish the sandwich and I stuffed it down in the mattress, saving it for later. Any, any guys, you know what I'm talking about? It tastes good after it's been aged a little while. And uh, half-eaten Cheetos strewn around the room and some of y'all is looking at me like, you ain't never left no half-eaten Cheetos sitting somewhere. But going into the room and, 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 and making a horrible mess, destroying the room, dirty clothes, dirty socks, everything, just laying my toys strewn everywhere. And, and I remember one time in particular, my mom came to my room and, and she said, this, this is ridiculous. I, I, I can't handle this anymore. So what I'm gonna do is tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna clean your room for you. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, it's your job anyways, mama. <sighs> Oh, Lord Jesus, I got the mamas on right now. Lord, help me. <laughs> it's your job anyways, mama. And so she, she, she stands there and she says, I'm gonna clean it. I'm gonna get it back to the way it's supposed to be and I'm gonna vacuum. I'm gonna wipe everything down. It's gonna look perfect. It's gonna be exactly as it should be. She wakes up, she goes in. It was bad enough that when she went to tuck me in at night, she had to take her foot and make a path. Anybody know what I'm talking about? All the way to the bed, not knowing what's gonna reach out and grab her. <laughs> And my mom went into the room and she organized everything, cleaned it. It was so nice. My goodness, I, it was, it was, it smelled good finally. Lord have mercy. And I, I remember my mom, after she got it done, she called me there. She told me to look in the room. She said, I want you to take a look at this. Take a real good look at it. And I want you to remember how everything is. The toys are where they're supposed to be. The clothes are where they're supposed to be. There's a dirty clothes hamper right there. There's a dirty clothes hamper right there. Put it all in that. And she, 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 showed me all that she had done to get the room exactly like it was supposed to be. And then her response to me was, it's your job now to make sure it stays like this. I've done my part, I've done my job, it's exactly as it should be, and now the responsibility falls upon you. And, and I, I need you to maintain this and keep up with it. I'll be honest with you, I think it was like 48 hours. It was done. Went into the room, and it was like a tornado in a trailer park. Just ripped it up. Clothes laying everywhere again. Food, Lunchables that I'd spilled everywhere and just left. It was bad. My mom came back to the door, and she shook her head, and she said, you know what? I'm not cleaning this again. That was your responsibility. So now what you're gonna do is you're gonna go into the mess that you have made and one dirty piece of clothing at a time and one crumb at a time, you're going to get this room back to the way it's supposed to be. You see, dominion is incremental. It is, it is a process. It's something that doesn't all happen at one time, but it's something we have to work towards. And what my mom was literally telling me that I understand now is I want you to go back into this room and take dominion back. I want you to get this room back to the way it was originally supposed to be. And you're only gonna be able to do that one thing at a time. I've got, to, I've got to have the big picture. I've got to have the large vision of dominion in the kingdom, but I have to understand that if I want the big picture, I gotta start right here where I'm at. I've got to get dominion over the things that I do have before I can get to the large picture of the kingdom dominion that we need in this generation. I don't believe it's accident. I don't believe it's accident that in the book of Genesis, it is repetitive I always pay attention to this stuff in scripture. I don't believe that it was accident, that it's repetitive of how dominion is placed in the word. It tells us multiple times 
that we are to have dominion over the fishes of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle of the field. And then it, re it repeats itself again, the fishes of the sea, the fowl of the air, and the cattle of the field. And, and I, got to, I got to sitting down and thinking about it and, and my mind kind of rolling. And You know, when I get to thinking about fish, while we were down in Louisiana, uh, got to go fishing with Pastor David Cotrere. And uh, if y'all ain't never been fishing in Louisiana, it's fun. <laughs> it's hot, <laughs> it's humid, and there's alligators everywhere. <laughs> and you think I'm joking. This, this pastor woke me up and said, uh, we're gonna go fishing, but we gotta be up at about 5, 5.30 in the morning. I'm uh, uh, uh. all right, yeah, let's do it. And we load up, and uh, he throws this John boat on the back of his truck, and we go out to this big, this big old lake, and, and uh, we pull up, and it's, it's a beautiful morning. It's a little warm, but, but it's got the fog right on the water, and, and this will be my first time fishing in Louisiana. And, and we jump on that John boat, we push it out into the water, and as he's got that trolling motor going out into the middle of the lake, I've got my hands splashing in the water, just enjoying it. And the pastor looks at me and said, brother, don't put that hand in that water. I said, why not? <laughs> he said, well, you see that right over there in the corner. And I looked over and I was like, what's that? <laughs> he said, that's a gator. You, you see how, how much distance is between his nose to his eyes? That's how many feet long he is. I said, you mean to tell me you brought the evangelist that you're wanting to have revival with out on a lake in a John boat with a trolling motor and there's gators in this water? <laughs> that's not a good idea. <laughs> Nonetheless, it was a very productive day. We ended up catching, I think, about like 25, 26 fish between bass, catfish, and crappie. It was a great day, awesome day. But out there on the water, and even when I'm in Tennessee and, and when I've been up here in Indiana and I've fished, uh, there's something to be said about going out in the middle of a lake and, and being able to look down and you can't see the bottom. You can't see anything in the water, but you know the fish are there, right? You know if you throw some bait out, you're gonna catch something. It may take an hour, two hours, three hours, or five seconds. You never know. But you know that the fish are there. They, they, are, they live below the surface. They are subsurface creatures. And, and I don't believe it's accident that, that the way the scripture breaks this down is the, the first portion of dominion that is given to man has to do with things that are not seen, that are subsurface, that we have to deal with within ourselves before we can move on to anything else. But that I've got to learn to get dominion on those subsurface emotions and those subsurface appetites that are out of control in my life. I, I've got to learn to get dominion over that jealousy that I can't seem to get over. I've got to get dominion over the bitterness that I've had for 20 years over somebody that did something wrong to me that I've been holding on to to use as justification for the reason my life is the way that it is. My God, I've got to get dominion over the carnality and the flesh that is out of control. I've got to get dominion over those things that, that pastor may not be able to see and mama and daddy may not be able to see, but it's still raining in my heart. I went to an altar of repentance, but I didn't get rid of everything because some of it's still there and it's still running my life and it's still ruining everything that I'm working towards. But, but it's, 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 it's swimming around and it's out of control. It's those appetites, my Lord. We are living in a generation 
generation that, that has such a, 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 a bad appetite for sexual immorality uh, and, and they've got a bad appetite for, for hate and for racism. There's, there's so much appetite that is out of control. And in order for us to get progressed in the momentum of dominion in the church, I gotta visit the prayer room at some point and I've got to deal with that mess that's sitting in my heart that I've not put under the blood yet, that I've not released yet, that sin that is running in my life that I feel like I can hold on to and still cast out spirits, that I feel like I can hold on to and still run the aisles and shout. But if you want real dominion, if you want real dominion, you're gonna have to get down and deal with the fish. You're going to have to get down, Lord Jesus. We, at some point, have got to get down, and we've got to examine some of those emotions, that depression that, that we are latching on to that has become our identity. I want dominion over that. I, I, I can't expect God to bless me in other areas of my life when I haven't gotten dominion over my stinking flesh yet. I cannot expect to have spiritual dominion when the flesh is still running my life. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm gonna get in trouble tonight. Lord, have mercy. I, I cannot expect to walk in supernatural gifts of the Holy Ghost when I've still got all of these, all of these, these nasty fish swimming around in my life that I've not learned how to control. The fish of the sea, the subsurface things. Nobody else sees it. I, I don't know why I'm lingering right here. I, I feel like I'm talking to a couple of people right now. Because, because life, life sometimes is not fair. I get it. I understand. We deal with things. We go through things. And it hurts. And we don't deserve it. I get it. I understand that. But where you are right now and the anointing we talked about this morning and the gifts that God has bestowed upon you and upon your family, sometimes it's going to take going home. And it's going to take clearing out some stuff that keeps putting that perverse junk in your spirit. It's going to take going home and removing things that may not be sin, but are a distraction that are keeping these fish running rampant. And it makes you unable to promote in the spirit. It makes you unable to promote in your prayer life. It makes you unable to promote in your fasting and studying because all of a sudden this appetite for social media attention has taken over. And sitting down at nighttime, my Lord, and not talking to your wife, but sitting on TikTok or Facebook and scrolling for two hours at nighttime, that is something that you need to get dominion over. You need to learn how to reflect Refresh your walk with God more than you refresh your Facebook page. I've got to learn how to, how to take control of this mess. I don't want to wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone and check all the same posts that I read all night long last night and answer all the text messages. Instead, what I want to do is leave the phone off for a minute, get on my knees and begin to pray, Lord, examine me today. If there's anything out of control in my flesh, remove it. Because I want to see a soul saved today. I want to see somebody filled with the Holy Ghost today. I want to see somebody baptized in Jesus' name today. And that's not going to happen if I'm dealing with my own selfish fish. We'll get back to the fish here in a second. Lord of mercy. The next stage, it says to have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. What are the fowls? The fowls are, 
are those things above us that we can't reach. Those things that fly around us that, that we can't physically reach up and touch because they're so high above us. Can I tell you that the Lord, the Lord is looking for this generation in 2023 to mature out of dealing with the fish so that we can start dealing with some spiritual warfare? It's hard to fight demons and to fight spirits in your home when you're still entertaining the junk. I can't cast out of my home what I keep turning on. I can't do that. That's not how it works. Oh, Lord Jesus. We, 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 we've, got, we've got a generation that is so consumed with having, having spiritual dominion. God, I want dominion over the spirits. I want dominion over the spirit of infirmity. I want dominion over the spirit of depression. I want dominion over the spirit of oppression. I want dominion in those areas, God. But they ain't learned to get dominion over Netflix yet. Oh, Lord Jesus. They ain't learned how to get dominion over TikTok yet. Oh, Lord God. They ain't learned how to get dominion over gossip circle yet. I, I want to be able to walk around and to tell these spirits, you leave my home, you leave that family. I want to walk in the altar and lay hands on people and see them, see them delivered and set free just to go home and turn the porn back on. I've got to have dominion over me before I can get dominion in him. I've got to get dominion over myself before I can get dominion over the spirits that are running rampant in this world right now. If there has ever been an hour that we need people to step up and to take warfare to the spirit realm, it's right now. God forbid that the apostolic church is still on the defense when we should be on the offense. Oh, Lord Jesus. I had a dream, I had a dream a couple of years ago. My oldest one again. She's gonna beat me up later, y'all, I'm telling you. I keep using her. I had a dream, and in this dream, I, I had gotten up and I'd walked into a living room. I'd heard a ruckus. Y'all know what ruckus is up here in Indiana? Ruckus. Is it, do they say that in Vegas? Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, glory to God, hallelujah. <laughs> there was a ruckus going on in the living room, and so I get up and I walk into the living room, and and I see my oldest child sitting in the floor and she's playing patty cake. And I look up into the seat, the couch right there next to her, and there's this void, this shape, this person. Dark, I can't see its face. All I see is the figure sitting in the couch right there playing patty cake with my child. And of course, the daddy and me, I had this unction come up. I was about to take authority. But right before I did, my daughter looked at that figure and said, I don't wanna play this game no more. And that, that thing spoke to her and said, let's play whatever you want to play. And so they began to play another game. And then finally my moment came. I stood there and I said, in the name of Jesus, you get out of my house. That thing got up off the couch and, and it started moving in my direction. And by the time it got right in front of me, it just disappeared. I thought it was over. I thought the dream was good. You know, spiritual, woo, yeah. But I looked and my oldest daughter was sitting on the floor weeping and crying because she felt like she just lost her best friend. These spirits that are running rampant in this, in this world right now, they're sly. They're sneaky. 
And they may not be coming after you in your 50s and your 60s. They may not be coming after you in your 30s and 40s. But they're coming after this generation right here because the devil knows this is his last chance. He knows this is his last opportunity to shut revival down, to shut the church down. And the last thing I need my babies to see is daddy being selfish and caught up in my own stinking fish that I don't know how to take dominion in the spirit, that I don't know how to pray through in a prayer room. Can I talk to the daddies for a minute? Is that all right? The best thing your children can hear is you in a prayer room praying in the Holy Ghost. The best thing they can, they can ever have happen is to know that daddy is not dealing with all of his own selfish problems enough that if I go to him and I ask him to pray for me and he prays over me, nothing happens because he's so caught up in sin and selfish fish. But that I've learned to get dominion over that junk so that when my baby comes to me and says, daddy, there's something after me, I can lay my hands on her. I can begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and cast that spirit out of her life because I have gotten dominion. Before the adversary ever gets to my wife or to my children, he needs to meet me first. And the place he needs to meet me is my secret place with the Lord. I gotta take that fight, my Lord Jesus. I've gotta take that fight to a level that he can't beat me in. I've got to take that dominion that the Lord said in scripture was given to man from the beginning. This is a process. I've got, I've got to get through the process of the fish and the flesh so that I can begin to walk in dominion in the spirit. We've got spirits running rampant in this city alone. I felt them as I was praying. The oppression that is in this city the depression that is in this city, the suicide that is on the streets in the city of Medora. And when there's an apostolic church present in the city, you've got dominion, not the adversary. The prince of the air in this city does not have power when you are here. Oh, Lord Jesus. Got the fish, got these fowls. The Bible then says that we move into a dominion over the cattle of the field. Now, the cattle is what everybody wants. In Scripture, if you had a lot of livestock and a lot of cattle, you were wealthy, you were rich. That's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to pray dominion over our finances, dominion over our blessings. Lord, I want, I want that nice car. I want that nice house. I want that status. I want all that money. And I'm gonna tell you, there, there, is, there is a godly prosperity. There is this, this prosperity message being preached out here by all these wackos. It, it's not biblical. It's not right. Don't listen to it for the love of all that is holy. Do not listen to it. There is a godly prosperity. There, there is an apostolic prosperity that I believe that we should be walking in but I can't expect to have dominion over finances and dominion over nice things in my life when I've still got a fish of greed stuck in my heart. When I, oh God, I don't know why I keep saying this word, but when, I, when I've got jealousy stuck in my spirit, stuck in my heart that I've not learned to get dominion over, I can't enjoy the blessings that God has given me because I'm so worried about everybody else's blessings. I'm so worried about what good everybody else has got. I'm, 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 I'm talking about everybody else's good they've got. I've not learned how to get dominion over that. Why should I expect God to bless me here when I've not gotten dominion over that over there? 
See, that's the problem in, in a lot of church, in a lot of church circles. It's, uh, we're we, we going to get dominion over the money. We're going to get dominion over the blessings and the finances and, and all the nice things and the material things and possessions. And, and once we got that, then we're going to progress to the spirit and we're going to get dominion over the spiritual warfare going on. And then I'll use the spirit to handle the flesh and all the problems I got going on here. But, but we got to see this in the reverse of the way the scripture says it. I've got to learn to get dominion over me first. I've got to get dominion over my carnality. I've got to get dominion over my sin nature first before I can move into the spirit. And after I've gotten dominion over the flesh and I'm walking in the spirit, then I'm going to begin to see the blessings of God rolling into my home, rolling into my job, rolling into my marriage, rolling into my family. But I've got to get dominion there first. You want to know how you, how you keep dominion over the cattle? Pay your tithes. I'd much rather have a blessed 90% than a cursed 100%. I've got to have dominion. If I, if I really want dominion over the finances and the blessings of God, I've got to learn to pay my tithes. I've got to learn to give in the offering. I've got to learn how to give offering to missions. I've got to learn how to pour out because the more that I pour out, the, the, see, it's, it's real simple. If I'm holding the cup here and he's pouring in and I'm out that leaves more room for him to keep pouring in but I've got to have an outlet somewhere I've got to pay my tithes I've got to give an offerings and when I learn how to have dominion in the process of tithing and offering then he'll give me dominion over the money that needs to come in to feed my family then he'll give me dominion over the money to pay my bills then he'll give me the then he'll pour in the money that I need to help build the kingdom everywhere else there's a lot of people y'all at Thanksgiving I don't know if y'all if y'all got these these wackos I got in my family. Lord have mercy. That pecan pie, that that pumpkin pie sitting there on the table at Thanksgiving, and the wrong person goes in to cut it, and you just want to smack them in the face. <laughs> they didn't go to geometry class apparently. <laughs> they don't know how to cut a triangle, <laughs> and they go to cutting and they cut out like a whole third of the pie instead of an eighth. I'm like, bro, you need to lose weight anyways. Quit taking the pie. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> but they cut out so much of the pie and what, what, what do we always do? We walk up and we're like, man, there's not enough for me now. Everybody else is getting all the goods. Everybody else is getting all the blessings. Everybody else is getting the increase. Everybody else is getting the financial promotions and the job is working out for them. I, I, I've got to stop worrying so much about the pie and understand that my God owns the bakery. I've got to stop worrying so much about the pie sitting in front of me that everybody else is getting blessed with and understand that my God's running the whole bakery and it's open 24-7, 365. But I've got to learn how to get in the presence of God and trust Him. I've got to trust Him. I want dominion in that area, but I've got to get over this area first. I've got to get dominion over the stinking flesh. Somebody wants to come back to the music tonight. I believe the reason the Lord had, had this night set aside for me for the last two weeks. Medora Pentecostal Church. 
I said it this morning and I, I feel it in the Holy Ghost right now. It's your time right now. This, this time right now. I believe, I, 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 I don't think I'm crazy to say this. This pastor has probably preached dominion. I'd say dominion has been preached. It's been hung out. It's, it, it's been all up in our faces, dominion. There's a reason for that. It's not just because it's a fancy message to preach. I believe it's applicable. I believe it's something practical for this church to begin to practice because like I said this morning, there have been so many ministries birthed out of this church, such a legacy out of this church. But in prayer yesterday, the Lord revealed to me that, that there's a shift happening now where the focus is not so much what you're gonna send out, but what's gonna come in. Thank God for everything that has been sent out of this building. And it's because of the faithfulness. It's because of the endurance through those seasons of releasing ministries into this world that the Lord has chosen now to be the moment, the moment that all of that was building up to, the moment the foundation was laid was so that you could walk in dominion now. According to the 2010 census of the city of Medora, there were 279 homes with 188 families. Census of 2021 said that there are 630 people living in this town. The demographics of this town were so interesting. I was reading and I was breaking down the percentages of the age groups and how many of the homes were married and how many of the homes were unmarried and how many were, were families and, and under the age of 18. And, and the average age, in case y'all didn't know, of this whole town is 38.5. It's a fantastic age for revival. Amen. This city stretches out 192 acres in all directions. I believe I counted there was 112 chairs in here. Maybe, maybe give or take. 112 seats in this auditorium, in this, in this church right here. The Lord is looking for some individuals in this house. There's some of you, I felt it as I was talking about it. You're still right here. You're not a bad person. You need to understand that. You're not a bad person just because you still got fish out of control. Just because you're still struggling with that addiction in secret. You're still sitting here on the pew in a church. That lets me know that you're trying. Okay? But the dominion God is trying to give you is not just for you. It's not a selfish dominion. It's a dominion of all things. It's a dominion that is contagious. It's a dominion that sets into your spirit and then gets on your neighbor. It gets into your babies. It gets into your marriage. It starts hitting everything around you. And then before you know it, it affects the entire city that you're living in. Because once you progress from this stage of that problem that you're dealing with, Lord God, there, 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 is, some, there is some bitterness. I feel it in this room right now. There's some bitterness that has gone unchecked. And it has gotten out of control. If you want to cast out that spirit of rebellion in your home, you're going to have to get that, that bitterness under control. You're going to have to put that bitterness under the blood. You're going to have to forgive. Even if they never apologize to you, you're going to have to forgive them. 
The dominion of this church that God is trying to move you into is a progression from dealing with the flesh into walking in some spiritual places that you ain't never walked before. There was a saying at my old job. It was, it was plastered right up on the wall over where my desk was. If the map differs from the terrain, follow the terrain. When you, get, when you get into the spirit, you don't have to worry about the terrain getting out of hand because you've got a map. When that dominion starts setting in, that word is gonna start leading you into places and leading, you, you're gonna be confident. I feel, I feel that right now. There's some of y'all, you, you need a boost of confidence in the Holy Ghost. You need a boost of confidence on the anointing in your life. You, you need to be confident in the fact that God has chosen you and picked you and called you. And you need to look that spirit in the face. My Lord Jesus, you need to take authority in your home. You need to let the adversary know you don't belong here. This is a house of worship. This is a house of praise. We're here to serve the Lord. I don't want to deal with you anymore. I'm not giving you the time of day anymore. When that gossiper calls you, hit click, hit the end button. You ain't got to listen to that. My Lord, when your children start getting on TV and watching stuff that don't need to be in your home, it bugs me so bad to know that we stand against homosexuality in the church and then we watch it at home because it plays in to the plot and the storyline of what we are wanting to be entertained by. We got to get that junk out. I've got to get dominion over that mess because we need revival in this church. We need revival in this city. I want revival in my home. I've got to get dominion over it. Let's stand tonight. Let's stand tonight. Wheels are coming out. Planes coming down for the landing. You want to know what the Lord spoke to me, Pastor, as I was in here praying and I was praying over the 192 acres. We, we drove in. We came from the south, the south entrance of Medora with a 40-foot camper. Driving through the square and everybody's going. <laughs> I told Pastor, that's probably the most action they've seen in a little while. As <laughs> soon as I passed the sign that said Medora City Limits, I began to pray in the name of Jesus there's an evangelist coming into Medora and I'm here to take dominion. I'm here to come into this city and to make a difference. I, I'm a nobody. I am a nobody. But one thing I do know is that the anointing can do the work where man can't do it. And I began to pray. I said, God, I take dominion over this city. Every spirit of wickedness, every bit of sin running in the streets, we're going to take dominion. And as I was in here praying, I was praying over the 192 acres, 279 homes, 188 families, and the Lord spoke to me and said, Medora Pentecostal Church may never own the properties around it, but they will possess the atmosphere around them. They will possess the atmosphere around them. It is the will of God that this church begin to expand its borders. And the only way that happens, Adam, the only way that happens, Eve, is if you can keep dominion in what you've been given thus far. And once you learn to get dominion there, the borders are going to begin to expand. I, I, my Lord, as I was praying, I began to see these walls push out. Ah. 
Oh, because what's going to happen is the atmosphere is going to be contagious. It's going gonna, it's gonna to expand itself into some of these homes that you thought was impossible to win. And they're going to wake up one morning and realize, I got to get to that church and see what's going on. Something's happening there. Something has changed there. And they come walking through the door smelling like alcohol, smelling like cigarettes. They, they've been doped up and they've been laying out on the street. But they come through the door. They're not worried about the temperature of the church. They're not worried about the music. They're not worried about the lights. All they know is I got to get to the altar. I got to get to the altar. Oh God, I feel it right now. Let's lift our hands right now. I feel the Holy Ghost trying to move. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, only you know what's running rampant in your secret places right now. Only you know what text messages you've been sending that nobody else knows about. Only you know what websites you've been getting on that nobody else knows about. Oh, Lord Jesus. Only you know the discouragement and the doubt that's running rampant in your spirit. The reason it's hard for you to catch a, gl a glimpse of what I'm preaching right now is because you're so consumed with discouragement and doubt because God, it's almost like he's not shown up for you the way you've wanted him to. And so now you've built up this wall against him like you can't believe and you can't have faith. I'm here to tell you the moment you get dominion over that, God is gonna begin to move in your life. He's gonna begin to move in your home. There's a healing on its way, but you gotta get dominion over some things first. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'll tell it to you like this. I feel this right now. When I looked it up on Wikipedia, what Medora, Indiana was known for, I didn't like the result. <laughs> There's a music video recorded here in this city. I clicked back and I got out of it, but then I went back and I wanted to look at it one more time. And I could, I could almost, I could almost show you on my phone. As I began to scroll, it was like the Lord began to show me. This city would not be known for that anymore. There's a harvest that God is wanting to give you that you can't handle. That only he can handle. This city is not going to be known for that junk anymore. It's not going to be known for the drugs. It's not going to be known for the, the, the addicts. It's not, it's not going to be known for harvest. It's not going to be known for the brick warehouse in the middle of the city. That's not what it's going to be known for anymore. I believe the Lord is moving you into a stage, into a season right now where you're going to be known for the hundred souls and the 200 souls that MPC begins to reap out of this world. Oh, God. And the only way that happens is if we begin to get dominion at home. I want to open this altar up so bad, but I'm talking to somebody right now. You need to go home and you need to delete that junk off your phone tonight. You, Lord, some of us, I, I'm not telling you whether or not you're going to go to hell with a television in your home. Whatever you, whatever you feel, you do your thing. But there's some of us, the best thing you could do is get that junk out of your home. 
coming to the house of God speaking in tongues and going home and watching an R-rated movie that drops an F-bomb every five seconds. You ain't doing nothing but feeding the carnality. You're feeding the fish. No wonder I can't see supernatural blessings from God. I'm feeding the carnal dog in me. I've got, I've got at some point to grow up and put my big boy pants on and say, flesh, you don't control me anymore. Flesh, you don't run my life anymore. I'm done with this over here. I'm ready to walk in the spirit. I'm ready to have dominion over my blessings and my finances. Lift your hands one more time. I feel the Lord pushing. Oh, there's about five individuals in this room right now I've felt it, I've looked at you, I've seen your face, I've already seen the warfare that's going on the whole time I've been preaching, the battle that you're fighting in yourself. You need to be in this altar tonight. You need to be in this altar tonight. You should have already moved, honestly. The moment's not gone yet. I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Lord's already been tugging on you to get in this altar, to lay it down, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let the flesh go, let the temptation go, let the addiction go, and stand up and walk a new creature. Stand up and begin to walk in dominion. But you've got to be bold enough to step out and say, God, it's me. Don't do it because you need everybody. I, I don't, I'm not worried about what other people think about you. Don't worry about what I think about you. This is for your sake, for your family's sake. You've got to make the decision. I want dominion. I want dominion in my home. There's a daddy in this room right now. You need to get dominion in your home. Things are out of control. You need to get dominion right now. Oh, Lord Jesus. There's a young man in this room. There's an anointing on your life. God has put a word in you and the devil is tempting you from the left and from the right and you've given into it a couple of times but you know you don't want to do it no more. I'm telling you right now, get dominion over it. Get dominion over it tonight. Oh, can we step out of our pew and find us a place in this altar? Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to examine myself. Help me to examine myself, Lord. I need dominion. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. Mamas and daddies, their spirits coming after your children. Are you prepared to fight them? Are you prepared to fight them? Well, I might be prepared later, but I got to go watch this real quick. I got to go listen to this music real quick. My Lord Jesus, uh, for the sake of your children, I hope that you're ready to fight the adversary. I hope that you've got dominion over your flesh so that you can fight the spirits coming against your family. Lord, I need a financial breakthrough, God. I need a financial breakthrough. Have you checked yourself lately to make sure that you're where you need to be to receive the blessing?
I feel that oppression starting to set in this room right now. I feel the oppression. Somebody, somebody's got to push that out. Somebody, you got to push that out. I rebuke the spirit of suicide right now in the name of Jesus. Hey, Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is a, there is a major fight going on in the spirit right now. There is a major fight going on in the spirit. The adversary doesn't want you taking territory back. He's already gotten you so far lost in this. He can't afford to lose you. I'm telling you right now, the victory is here. The victory is here. The victory is here right now. Young lady, you need to let go right now. Mama, you need to let go right now. Stop resisting it, stop fighting it. Take dominion in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the MPC Podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.